You are now listening to Black Guy Therapy, a therapeutic podcast. Welcome what back. up, what up, what up? This is Black Guy Therapy. This is your first time listening to us. Welcome. We appreciate it. Um, we're a therapeutic podcast. Uh, what's up, Joe? How you doing, my brother? I'm all right on this election day. I wish I could hear my microphone, yep. but I, I can't. I don't know what's going on today. Hello? Okay. Uh, what's up, Henry? What up, money? Oh, I can't call it. <clears throat> Man, How's me, everybody me. on this on this election day? Uh, I'm I'm fine. I mean, hey, ain't nothing gonna change. Just you know, do unto others as you would want done unto you. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Fair if, enough. That's okay. If you don't if you don't want it on your front door, don't bring it to my front door. That's okay. Again, um, people who listen to us, if it's your first time listening to us, know we're a therapeutic podcast. We call ourselves a therapeutic podcast. We are designed for black men to, uh, you know, vent about issues that um, generally wouldn't talk about. Um, we also talk about little men's health stuff. We do it all. We we are for the black man. However, comma, we are for all people. Um, yeah, for know, the people. Yeah. So if you if you listen to us and you get something from us, hey, that's that's all we want. So. It's so it's like when you it's like when you got your college degree, if you majored in business, you got a, a BA in business with a major in accounting. So yeah, we're we're for all people, but we major in black men. <laughs> I like it. I like. Well it. said. Couldn't say it any better. So this is a special <laughs> episode. This is this is going. This is a special episode that is going to come out tonight because this is an election episode. So, okay. Uh oh. Um, Got to mind my manners now. Yeah. This is this, now, and we don't necessarily have to talk about the election. Um, oh no, we must. We must. Did you vote here? Yes, sir. You know I did. Okay. So Joe, can, Joe's not even for. allowed to participate in this conversation today because he he has no leg to stand on in this race here. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm so glad you said that. I can wait until November fourth. Number well, November. Let's say this first when all the talk of election is over, because I, th- I realized something that I think is super important to say. And and we're not a, a, a political podcast by any means. However, of course, politics, government directly impacts us in one way or another. So hopefully, we can start our piece on it and move on. But I say this: what I learned is. We have got to do a better job. My my brothers and sisters who I love, we've got to do a better job. We have put ourselves in a position where we can't even be honest anymore. When I say that, here's what I mean. If I would have came on this podcast tonight and been like, Todd, against my better judgment, against all everything inside of me, I went and voted. What would you say to me? I would say, that's awesome. <laughs> That's now, awesome. what if I turned to Guess what, what I would have said. Guess what I would have said to you, though, Joe. What's that? What did that come from? Because that ain't even you. <laughs> fair, fair. I mean, I've been like, what? What is? No, that's a good point. Because I, I mean, yeah. we've had we've had conversations till I, I feel like I know you. Yeah. And yeah. After you spoke your piece, what came from your heart? Then to turn around and say you did, I'd be like, what prompt? I would, I would be curious to know what prompted you to do that. 
Yeah, and and that's fair. What I would probably say, honestly, first I would say you need to fix your internet because you broke up through the whole conversation that you tried to have. <laughs> and I say that's for not voting. That's why your internet broke. Um, <laughs> Is me or me or, or Henry? You. That would be you. Hey, hold, hold on. Pa- pause that. Pause that Him- right there. Pause Henry's, that Henry's in. internet is wonderful right now. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, let me, like, let me, it's, let me it's, connect. It's, yeah, as you going in and out. Now, I, I want everybody to hear what we got going on tonight. So we need to pause okay. it real quick. Let's pause it and then come back to the people. Well, I, oh, we good. I wasn't connected either. Yeah, I wasn't connected. I was going straight off of the phones, Wi-Fi. So I, I'm connected to the. I'm, I'm, Jesus. <laughs> Somebody is that is that better? Oh yeah, I, you're you're clear now. I mean, somebody probably would okay. Go, oh hell, if this is the way this podcast is gonna be. I don't need to listen to this. <laughs> um, but, but apologies no. to all of our listeners. I mean, you know, well, they would have to go back and listen to other podcasts where we really kick some knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, back to to what you said. I probably would yeah. say, hey, that's that's great, and. I probably wouldn't care so much about who you voted for for president because I don't care about that. I would ask you who did, or not even, I wouldn't even ask you who you voted for. I'd just say, hey, did you make sure to pick good people in your local elections? That's all I would ask you. And and I'm glad you put it that way because I pers- my personal belief is that that's not going to be 99% of the people's response. If I would have came on here and said I voted for Trump, I'm going to have a sneaking suspicion, even though you just said that, you still would have had an issue with me voting for Trump. And my problem with that is we pretend like we care that people are exercising their rights when in reality, we only care that people are doing it the way we think they should be doing it. So this whole voting process, it's not about whether you're exercising your rights as a man and disrespecting ancestors or maintaining your power. That's BS. The reality is, are you, you do doing what it? I wanted you to do? Exactly. That's what it's all about. So for me, well, that's America, Joe. It is. It is. But but I, when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about my folks, because mm-hmm. there's we, we talk about like cancel culture and all the shame. But legitimately, there's voter shaming that's taking place, too. So Every my day. my ancestors and the people that died, they died so that you had a choice. One of those choices is. You can vote or you cannot vote. And what I never want people to lose sight of is that if I don't do it the way you think I should, that doesn't give you the right to slaughter and slander me the way people are doing like an ice cube, for instance. So it's just an interesting time that I can't wait to get beyond because I don't think people have taken the time to be honest enough with themselves to realize, oh, I'm BSing right now. I'm trying to act like I care about you and, you know, you making sure that you're maintaining that power but that's not real the reality is if i were to come on here and say that i voted and i voted for biden harris because historically democrats are for black folks republicans are for white folks the majority of black folks Uh, that that hear me say that say that democrats are for for black folks so we'll say since about the 70s yeah i was gonna say yeah that that, yeah in my lifetime yeah Yeah. in my lifetime let's put it that way because that's a good call out in my lifetime i grew up in a household where if you did not vote democrat then that meant you was only for the other side and that's my challenge with today is that people want to make sure that you're doing it the way that they think you should be doing it based on their opinion 
And instead of us being like, you know what? You have your own opinion, your own experiences. I respect that. What's next? What are we doing next together, individual, whatever it is? Then I'm cool with it, but that's not what's happening. What's happening is, oh, you ain't voting, man. And Todd, I know you were joking, but you ain't got a leg to stand on. You ain't got nothing to say. If, if it's permanent, you better not say anything. All stuff I've, I've heard before. So people have said that to me, not joking. And for me, it's extremely dismissive and disrespectful to hear that. So my challenge and, and my the challenge that I'm issuing, so I got a problem, but also the challenge that I'm issuing to my folks is before you get so quick to cancel some, excuse me, to cancel someone or or to or to slaughter them or slander their name in these public arenas, understand this. Every organization that exists has a HR department, a mm-hmm. technology department, a marketing department. So we may not be focused on the same thing, but we're trying to get to the same bottom line. And if I can respect the direction that you're going, as long as we're going to the same place at the end, then I shouldn't stand in your way either. Right now, we're standing in each other's way because it's more, it's more, it's almost like it's cooler now to talk funky to somebody or about somebody if they're not doing it this way. That's why I can't wait till the day is going until we move on to something else. Well, see, here, here's my here's my rebuttal. I, I guess you call it a rebuttal. Um, so, full disclosure, I did, I I did unfollow a friend today who who voted for Trump openly. But let me, but not for the reasons that you're saying. Okay. Right? Yeah. Explain. Explain so, why the un, unfollow came through. So. You know how sometimes you just some people just don't sit right in your spirit. Yes, sir. So mm-hmm. I, that's real. I had a person who just wasn't sitting right in my spirit. And and here's the, the, the problem with it was there have been other things that this person has done that I've seen them do that is not right. Repeatedly, they've done things that is not right. And I think so actions led up. to Yeah. That. And I think that that this was the final straw because the actions that that person has been doing matched the actions of the president and then to see them vote for the president i think for me that was the final straw and i was like you know what if this is the way it is i kind of already know what type of person this is and this isn't the person that i thought i needed you know i needed as a friend right so in my spirit i for my well-being for my for my peace (laughs) i had to let that person go Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so i'm not i'm not saying that i'm not I don't care if you vote for Donald Trump. I don't care if you vote for Jill Stein. I don't care who you vote for, as long as you vote. Right. I voted right. for Kanye. That, and that's fine. That's fine. If you want, <laughs> if you want to vote for Kanye, that's a never in that a million years. Your choice. Twenty-one thousand people voted for Kanye in Kentucky. So, <laughs> if that's what you want to do, that's what that's entirely. That's your right. That's your God-given right. But but I think the point I'm trying to make is that a lot of people who are canceling friends, family members, are people who were already on the fence anyway, right? Who are, who are already, you know, I, I You just looked for with, another, you just right. needed that last push. Right, like I already was having problems with you. You already were, were doing things that I didn't like I to begin really with. really didn't like you in the first place. And this is the <laughs> final straw. I, yeah. And that's, that's what I think this is, how this has happened or what has happened now and, and what is happening across the country. I've read many stories 
um, where family members disagree. Matter of fact, down the street from my house right now, there's a Biden-Harris um, placard in the front yard, and there's also a Trump placard in the front yard. So, <laughs> so like, you know, I know well, it's that's a, hard, that's a hell of a household to be in right there. Exactly, Boy. right? But at the end of the day, like, I'm assuming it's a married couple, but at the end of the day, they still love each other. They're still going to, you know, fight for each other. Don't like, be so sure about that, brother. <laughs> well, we would assume, right? And yeah. I think it might that's be the some domestic way. violence going on. <laughs> and, and I would assume that that's the same way here. So I say that to say, if you would have came in here and said, you know what, Todd, I did vote today. So first, you can shut the hell up. And I'm also <laughs> going to tell you I voted for Donald Trump. Now, I'm going to say, I don't care who you voted for. First off, I'm glad that you got out and you well, did the civil engagement on. of voting. That's that's well, number one. Then I'm going to ask I you mean, about your local elections. Who did you vote for there and how can we get some stuff done? And then we'll move on from the last part. <laughs> right. Well, let me let me jump in right here, right there, Ty. If he would have came on here and said he voted for Trump, I would say, hey, hey, what done happened, Joe? I need to know what's going on. <laughs> Cause I I know I feel like I, I I feel comfortable enough to say that I know that individual. Mm-hmm. I need to know why now at this point. Yeah. Cause uh, if he said that, but uh, cause, cause what he stands for is totally opposite of what this clown stands for. Right. So that would have been my confusion. Right. And that's why I said like it seems like now we're seeing people who who we were already on the fence about. When we see the actions that they take i.e. voting for Donald Trump and then openly gloating about it, then that's the person that we probably thought they were and probably the person who we didn't need in our, I say we didn't need them in our lives, but we didn't need them to interrupt our spirit. Yeah. In words of Herman Edwards, you are who we thought you were. (laughs) And and Todd, I'm glad you, because that's probably one of the most important things we also need to discuss too, is that we got, we've got to start planting our flags on a level of morality that jives with who we are. And based on our level of morality, if somebody is impacting that or kind of towing the line with that, you have every right to take that step back. And clearly, we're doing BGT today. So this isn't a case of, oh, man, yeah, I don't fool with them. So we that's not the case. This is just one of those conversations that I think is also really relevant right now because too often we are dismissive and and this goes beyond the show this is just in our culture we're so quick to dismiss somebody which is so weird because we may not even spend the time to figure out all the background information and that's a challenge for me so again like i said growing up i was always under the impression that democrats were for black folks republicans were for white folks and anytime i saw or heard of a black republican he was a coon off top now, granted, you got your your Candace Owens of the world and your Daniel Camerons of the world. Yeah, that kind some coons out there. Absolutely. They make it relevant. But that doesn't mean that everybody's that way. And I'll give a, 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 a practical application to this. I was at the liquor store today talking to one of my favorite people, the owner of a liquor store. Kev. And, huh? Kev. Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Kid Wine and Spirits. And he was like, you know depending on who you are, I could understand why somebody will vote for Trump. He was like, personally, I can't wait to see him go. He was like, but this year and over the last four years, but specifically this year has been the most profitable in this business's existence. Over the last four though, we've consistently exceeded our numbers 
prior. He was like, so the thing that Trump does is he works directly for those people who are trying to make money, businesses, etc. So I was like, he's a businessman and he understands that which I which I understood from him saying, but at the same time, he didn't vote for Trump. So it's it, that's what I'm saying. Like if he were to say that and somebody heard that immediately and that was the soundbite that they got, they would cancel him because that's hey, the man. only thing they heard. And that's I'm my frustration. Yes. Yes. But they wouldn't have even known. Yeah, I didn't vote for him. I voted yeah. over here. I can't wait to see him go. However, during his time, and, and we've seen this. Gonna say, can you attribute that to Trump or do you attribute that to the growth of our city? It, it could be a little bit of both. We don't know. But what we do know is that Trump is a is a you can call him failing because I, I think he's had a lot of failures. But again, that's that's kind of the, the life of an entrepreneur. You got a lot of failures and then and then some successes as well. Uh, I think that there's a, a level of understanding. It's just like a person who played basketball all their lives all the way up through the NBA, 10, 15, hell, 20, 20 year career becoming an NBA coach. You have a little bit more respect for them as a coach than somebody who's never played basketball a day in their life because they speak the same language. And I think right now what Trump does is he speaks a language to people who want to make money. Capitalism is way greater than racism. That's my firm belief. I've always believed that. That's my opinion. But I believe that capitalism and and classism is stronger than racism. Now, they're directly connected, clearly. But if if it's about whether or not I'm going to accept your black dollar versus not accept it because I'm white and I don't want to do business with a black person versus, oh, I'll take your money, but I still don't like you. That that's why I come to that conclusion. So that's what I see. And when he when we had that conversation, that's what I thought about immediately. It was like, man, if this if I were a reporter and I wanted to slaughter you in these streets, I would put that sound clip out about how this has been the most profitable time and make it sound like you're giving them all these props. And every black person that heard it would have been like, I'm done with him. I'll never do business there again. That's my problem. Well, and let's not let's not because. First off, all black people aren't. We're not a monolith, right? Truth. Let's 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 probably say a lot of black people because I know if I heard that, I need I have to have context, right? I'm gonna yeah, go back and fair. listen to the whole conversation and see. That's okay. fair. And I think a lot of that's black fair. people are like that. But you know, to your point, there are a handful of of us who we get our news in 140 characters or less, right? We use Twitter, um, we use Facebook. Um, we're, we're not, you know, looking at um, credible sources of news if we're, um, you know, if we, if we just search online for some stuff, because, you know, anybody can put anything online. So with mm-hmm. that being said, when you have that mixed in, then that's where, then that's where that, that cancel comes in, right? Because you're, look, you're looking at yeah. bad information. And a soundbite yeah. is bad information. Yeah, yes. it may be good that piece, but you have to listen to the freaking context of the of the whole True. thing, right? True. It's crazy. Yeah. I, today I was listening to um, a um, interview, or not interview. It was a speech that Stokely Carmichael gave. And, and and to your point, you know, if somebody took took a soundbite out of it, he said that. Um, he said how white people were the worst people 
on the planet, right? And how they're just so terrible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, somebody could take that and say, let's cancel this whole guy, right? But if mm-hmm. you listen to the context he was saying, he's like, look, they've been terrible in this aspect that they have not, you know, lived up to what they have said this country is going to do. And they have no intention of doing that based on what they've done in the past. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah. And and so to, to be fair, I, I want to agree with you right there because you're absolutely right. Anytime you you use always, every, never, it's always going to be wrong. Yeah. So so I should have definitely tailored my my speech there. There are a lot of folks who do that. Not every, but there are a lot of folks who do that. So and and I'm only speaking specific to my experience because again, the reason why this is such a passionate conversation for me is because I have been talked to crazy by other people of color and not just random folks. I'm not on social media being like, don't vote. I don't vote. I don't do that. So these are people I have direct relationships with that have chosen to chastise me, number one, as if I'm not grown. They've not wanted to hear my explanations. They wanted me to do what I wanted, what they wanted me to do and the way they wanted me to do it, which made it a challenge for me to even respect the message. So it's kind of like church. Like if if you ask questions in church, and we talk about this all the time, if you ask questions or you are not really understanding where somebody's coming from and you challenge it, first thing they do is want to put you in hell, right? And it's almost the same experience for me in terms of politics. So for me, it's like, why would I ever listen to anybody? Like if somebody came to me right now trying to tell me, you need to come to this church because if you don't come here, you're going to hell. There's no way I would listen. So when somebody's telling me, if you don't vote, you don't need to say nothing about anything. And when I asked them, well, after November 3rd, what are you what are what are your plans? And they have nothing to say. I'm like, you've already indicted yourself. So what you just said to me, number one, it's irrelevant, it's goofy, and I no longer have respect for you as a person. And that's where I don't want to be in a position because I love my people so much. And my people, I'm only speaking about my people because they're the only ones that matter to me. Just being honest. Like the world matters overall, but myself, Joel, I matter. I need to make sure that I love myself enough to treat myself a certain way. So I'm here to do these things because I love my family. Outside of my family, I got a community I'm a part of that I'm responsible to. Then the world is who I'm responsible to next. And it's in that order. So if if somebody is stopping me from getting to this point where I'm like, I can respect where you're coming from, that's not that's not really a Joel issue at that point. That's a you've made it very clear that you don't care what I'm saying, how I'm thinking, how I'm feeling. So going on from here, what do we do? That's not what's happening. It's people like, yeah, shut up. You're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. You're dis you're disrespecting the an- your ancestor that died for you. You're you're for you're giving up all of your power and your voice and all this other stuff. But they have nothing else that they're planning on doing afterwards. And I'm just like, that's messed up that you treat me that way because we're supposed to be brothers and sisters. That's number one. Number two, you're not even willing to listen. So I can't respect where you're coming from. But but is it is it okay as a brother and a sister to fight in, about things that are passionate? to each other absolutely now I, i'll say it this way if me and you were in this heated debate you know what i will always do for you i will always respect you enough to listen 
I will always respect you enough to hear where you're, where you're coming from and where you're going. But one thing you'll never hear from me, and I'll give a great for instance, Todd, you never once heard me say I was disappointed in you for voting, right? Right. That's my point. I would never do that. But there are people who did that to me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So as long as it's the same on both sides, we're good. We can fight all day. But as long as we're trying to achieve the same things, then we're okay. And I believe in my heart of hearts that you respect me as a human being enough. So even though you may make a joke, I take it as a joke in certain instances from you. I I believe that maybe you were a little hurt by me saying I'm not voting. I believe that. But I don't believe you're like. Joel That's is a horrible Otis. person. Right. Now, Otis think you're a horrible person, man. No, he don't. <laughs> yeah. Otis think you're horrible. The same guy that cut off the podcast all the time, yeah, he think you're a horrible person. Nah, he don't. He don't. Yeah, yeah, Listen, Todd was born a player hater. <laughs> and and see, that's the thing. Like, I there, and here's the thing. I have to understand, and just like, just like, yeah. I'm upset with anybody when anybody does it who has the who has the ability to vote. I'm I'm upset when they don't. That that's that's a that's a that's a me thing, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time I have to understand history, right? I have to understand that yeah, there was a group of people who you know, when we first started trying to vote and, and fighting for the right to vote, there was a group of people who didn't care. And I'm not saying that you're in that group of people who doesn't care, but you may be in that group of people who's like, well, this this isn't going to affect me as as much as I think it is, right? And I have to understand that, and and I think that's where we as people it, with different opinions have to come together and say, okay, this is what it is, like you said before. So there it is. And I'll say this too. Sorry, I'll say this real quick, Henry. Then I'll no, no, shut up. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The other part of that too is. And this is this is maybe a Joel thing too. I never look at the progress of our culture for me thing. So I'll never ever, you'll never hear me say, What did a president, what did this person, what did this person do for Joel? I don't care. It's not about me. It's about the bigger picture. So I'll only look at the bigger picture. So I'll never say that. So for me, it's I'm not as big on what did you do for me as much as I'm big on. What can we do for each other? That's where Joel hangs his hat. So if I'm waking up and I'm going out and I see a black man and I mean mug him, I'm just as guilty in my opinion, based on what you're saying, I'm just as guilty as a person who doesn't vote. That's the way I look at that. Yeah. So it's, it's the same indictment. Like I'm, I'm treating you bad as another black man or black woman is the same as a black man with the right to vote and doesn't and for, you know to kind of make that correlation that's how it feels from and i'm like if we can achieve those things first then yes maybe voting can help us more as a group but we get the person we want in there we had a man we wanted in there for eight years we had clinton for eight years these are people that we wanted in our culture and guess what we're still treating each other bad so i'm beyond the political side of it i'm on to the what are we yeah what are we going to do to be better to each other and and todd when you initially came to me with the idea because black guy therapy didn't start as a podcast it started as getting a group of guys together to meet right right i thought it was so powerful to get a group of black men together to talk about what's going on in their lives for real 
I was more sold on that than who you voted for in the presidential election. You know what I mean? Right. So your character at that moment stood out above all else. Like he cares about us. And that's why I'm not I'm not hurt by anything that you would say to me in terms of voting or not voting, because I know where you're trying to go. I agree. We're on the same page there. We may want to get there different ways and I'll never get in your way. And I don't see you ever getting in mine. But there are people who don't act the same way that you act about it. And that is my issue. So, like I mentioned it before, but D.L. Hughley, I think he's out of pocket. He's out of line. He should have reached out to Cube. But making sure that he slandered his name as often as possible about this, that's wrong to me. And he it could works eat. in their benefit, though. It does. It works in their benefit because it's like, look, see, they can't even agree on that. Right. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. You, you Go ahead. You got a point? Like, that's, that's, that's pretty much. And, and here's the thing I, with both of you and, and we, we hang out both of us. Right. And yep. we've been in, we've been in arguments before. Um, we've been, when you we've playing been, dominoes cause you, you trash and dominoes. That's another exactly. conversation. Exactly. <laughs> That's another conversation. And, and, and it's true. Like, well, it's not true that I'm trash, but it's true. Yeah, yeah, there it is. yeah it's true. It's true that, um, like if me and Henry are playing dominoes, things can get heated, especially if I'm sitting in front of him, because uh, <laughs> he says I've been feeding all everybody else. But, but at the end of the day, we're gonna be fine, right? We may, right. We may yeah. argue, we may discuss at each other, but it's a game. Day, we're gonna be fine. It, it doesn't go. It doesn't go past the game, right? And 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 you know, even with Joe, I'm I may talk about you for not voting. I may say all the things and i'm gonna say them to your face because that's how i feel yeah. <laughs> um but at the end of the day i'm still gonna call you at the end of the day, hey man what kind of what kind of whiskey you drink i'm trying to try something new and you right. gonna have, you're gonna be able to be like i'm doing this we, we've already yeah. moved on from that yep. it, it's kind of like that scene from lean on me you remember when when they was arguing in the in the thing uh Mr. Whatever. You hungry? Bring yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, let's go get lunch. It's kind of like that. Yeah. When he flipped the table on him? Yeah. 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 And, and my boy Joe looked at him like, man, you just talk shit to me. When you, you think yeah. I'm going to eat with you? Yep. Exactly. And that's and yeah. the, way, that's the way it should be. Yes. We Agreed. have to learn to agree to disagree on certain things. Everybody's, if we were all made the same, how would the world be? Yeah. Well, we, we would we, know how. Look at some other countries where they're all forced to know the same, do the same. Look at some of yeah. them. They don't have a choice. Exactly. Yeah. And look yeah. how far they've gone. Yeah. And look at it's us horrible. here. Look how far we've gone. So, it's horrible. Yeah, that's that's a good point. We still yeah. got a way to go. Yeah. And and again, that's, that, that's, again, for me, that's the biggest call out here is that I my feelings have been hurt. The post comes out. So I know who you're talking about. Dang, it's like that. Why can't we just, like Henry said, agree to disagree? And to what Todd always says, moving like ants, I love that that concept. I don't know how real it is because there's no way that 100% of the people are going to move the same way, same time. Because then thinking about ants, they're mindless. They're brainless. They're just going because this is what they're supposed to do. And it reminds me again of church. Like if everybody's just going because the church is telling this where they need to go, nobody's thinking freely. So even though I may not agree, that doesn't mean that I'm going to stand in your way. And that 
is the, the number one message I want to drive home today. If I don't agree, I'm not going to intentionally put roadblocks in front of you to further my opinion over yours. And that is what I felt like an individual like DL Hughley was doing to Ice Cube. Yeah. I don't know what Ice Cube's motives are. I don't know him, but I'm not going to be like, Ice Cube is a horrible person. He a coon. He over here. I wouldn't do that because I don't know. So to do that is messed up. Yeah, and let me, let me before you say your, your point, um, Henry, I want to just be transparent. We, we kind of lost like about 10 seconds, not even 10 seconds, about five or six seconds of audio. But, Joe, I think you made your point. So, um whoever hears this there it, it's gonna it cut off on you and then it came back but you definitely made your point at the end just want to let okay know about that so okay thank you sir yep go ahead henry oh ice cube dl hugley situation what does who, who who does who benefits ice cube more in the president election because he's cleared over four hundred thousand dollars a year right yeah well, let me say this. We we know the, who's the gonna, clown was. Yeah, we know who's who is gonna benefit more. But like like um, <laughs> well, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Go ahead, F- finish it, Henry. No, no, go. No, 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 no. You can't you can't put me on the edge like that. Then say no. <laughs> yeah, go no, ahead and say that. No, I gotta I gotta hear your point before no, I no, speak. No, 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 no. I'm no, I'm done. We're gonna be quiet for the next thirty minutes. <laughs> I need to hear that part right now, there. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it. What I will say is this, and and to to Joel's point from earlier, when when Ice Cube came out and said what he said, Joe, how did I feel in the beginning? I, you I don't even think you had like been one way or another. You're just like it looks. It looks bad. Suspicious, right? It, yeah, you're like it looks like he's being played. And That's basically you, what you came from. I told you I didn't like it. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like it. But then. Yeah. There's a difference between like how it, what the optics look like and then what his intentions are really are because yeah. you know who he goes to talk. Everybody knows that if you're black and you go talk to sit, sit down and talk to this orange fool, how it's going to look. You get yeah. clowned regardless. Yes. You can't spin it no other way. Yeah. But if you go have a conversation with him, and granted, he is the president of the United States, so we do have to sit down and talk to him if we want things changed at this point. Now, tomorrow may be different, but today, and for the past four years, if we wanted change, we had to sit down and talk to him. There's no yeah. ifs, ands, and buts about it. Yep. So how do you do that without looking like a clown or a sucker going to talk to him? And, and see, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, and Joe used my words against me by saying, well, don't you always say whoever's in there, you got to talk to them to make them do what you want them to do. And that, that was my epiphany moment. I was like, well, shit. I got to practice what I preach because, and then I thought about it. I said, you know what? He's right. He, and yes, the optics of it look bad, but if we want something changed, we have to go sit at the table. Who cares who's at the table? If the devil's at the table, as much as you don't like it, if he, if, if that's how you got to get your deal done, I guess that's how you got to get your deal done. Right. But, but yeah, the optics of us was terrible. Well, and, and, and did y'all see little pump come out? So I saw something about, I don't know who that is, but I read something about that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you had to explain that one. So, yeah. Okay, so Lil Pump is the rapper. He's he's a Mexican, what is he, Mexican and Cuban? Like a Mexi-Cuban rapper from okay. like South Florida, Miami area. He's the guy that sings that song, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Y'all know that song? No? Uh-uh. Okay, it was a song called Gucci Gang that, yeah. that he's playing. The kids love it, right? Okay. But anyway, 
Um, he got on his Instagram. <laughs> he got on his Instagram or his Facebook or something live, and and was like, "Man, um, I'm voting for Donald Trump. I'm, you know, Donald Trump, MAGA, 2020, da da da." So he's yelling all these things. So last night at one of the Trump rallies, uh, I guess it was in Florida, Lil Pump came on stage, and Trump Trump brought him on stage. Now his name is Lil Pump, P U M P. And it's L-I-L-P-U-M-P, Lil Pump. Um, well, Trump brings him on stage and says, and I have my good friend, Little Pimp. Look look at him. Isn't he great? Little Pimp. Shut up. Yes. I can't Shut make, up. I can't make this up. <laughs> I can't make this up. Matter of fact, well, I'm you know, find the clip. You know, somebody, you know somebody called Wind of that and said, ooh, you know what we can do? We can use this to our advantage. That's what they do. Exactly. Now, full disclosure, J. Cole wrote a song about Lil Pump like three years ago. Um, really? He sure did. Uh, I think it's called, uh, what, 1985? Oh, uh, wow. It was, it was about him and Takashi 69 and about how, like, the what they're doing is only to keep them relevant, like, right now, and they're not doing anything to um, stay relevant, so they have to do goofy stuff clown stuff to stay relevant because all their fans once they're done with them they're done with them so i would encourage you to listen to that song 1985 by uh j cole so you can understand like everything he talks about in that song is about lil pump and takashi 69 and it it mirrored exactly what happened on stage last night (laughs) interesting i'm looking at it right now yeah i need to find that and we figure that out You notice notice what I've been up to this election. I have you haven't heard him say anything about Mexicans like he was in that first four, that first run. Like as far as building the wall and uh, they're all rapists and stuff like that. Yeah, he hasn't. I mean, he's kind of toned that down. Um, They're voting now, right? So I mean, but you know why he's toned that down, right? Henry, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? I said, yeah. You know why he's toned that toned that down? He's their vote. Yeah, I, I mean, Mexican or Mexican American or not even Mexican Americans. Let the Latino vote is the second largest vote in America, and right. that's who you have to have to win. So, as a as a you know kind of tailing off of that, one of my favorite. Mixed martial artist in the UFC, uh, uh, Street Jesus, Jorge Masvidal, is a huge Trump guy. And it hurt my heart when I saw that because I thought to myself, he was talking about building. So it'd be different if he, if Trump was like, I'm going to Africa to build a wall. He said he's building a wall here. So this is something that directly connects to you, your people. And Jorge is a huge supporter. And it's just that for me, that's weird. So to hear you talking about that, that's the first thing I thought about. And he's come out and he's talked about him. He's thanked him and said all these things. I just. So, again, I, I'm not here to tell you who you should hey. or shouldn't be for. Hey, Joe, it'd be your own people sometime. It'd be your own people. And that's the weird thing. I'm like, why would this dude who started with Kimbo Slice fighting in the backyards, even be on Trump's radar. 
Yeah. I mean, it's all what, what we talk about the optics of it. That's yes. All it is. It's all optics yes. right now. But let's think but, about it. Who who's come out and talked just in the past like two three weeks? You had Lil Wayne come out, Fifty Cent, yep. Ice yep. Cube, and Ice Cube may not be for Trump, but his the, the plan messed him up a little bit. Um, obviously that dude that you just said, you got him mm-hmm. who's a big mm-hmm. uh, supporter. Um, yep. Uh, Stacy Dash, like all these random like people of color coming out little little pump or little pimp little pimp as donald trump said (laughs) i Um, gotta see that yeah yeah you have all these coming out and and he's literally trying to get a a vote he's trying to get a person but i'll go ahead and tell you people who listen to those people with the exception of maybe ice cube and and everybody else that those folks ain't really voting for real for real for real I mean, who told you who he was rocking with late eighties, early nineties? Who? I'm gonna say it on here. I don't want nobody to get mad at us. I like our listeners, but <laughs> you know who he was rocking with. You know his whole mo. He was always for the people. You talking about Cube? Yeah, Cube was always okay. For okay. The people. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I think that's what I think that's what hurt hurt him or what what the optics of it because everybody was like how do you go from being nwa to sitting down with president trump trying to do this right, right? like and i get that but at the same time he gonna go sit down with the pope the pope can't do nothing over here for us yeah <laughs> but i get it like you gotta you gotta do some things like like joe like you said earlier you we gonna get there we may not get there the same way but we gotta get there yeah. So just let me ask, let me let me throw this question out there. If he doesn't go sit down with Trump, how do we get anything taken care of? Exactly. That's, and, that's the point. Yeah. And and to even go further on that, I think the important part to remember here, too, is when we start talking about like, because uh, we, we had this conversation a couple episodes ago when we talk about who from our culture is used as the spokespeople is generally entertainers. And we talked about the difference in being a polished speaker slash politician slash whatever. Like, if I'm going to school, all these folks were talking about, with the exception of Trump, Kamala Harris went to school to become a lawyer, right? She got to have a law degree. She she was a, a DA. She has to have a law degree. So that means she had to spend time in school doing that. Joe Biden, senator, he had to go to school and and political science had to come up at some point, right? So. People are going to school to study these fields, to speak on these things. Daniel Cameron, he's been groomed to do this job, the job that he has currently, because his, I'm sure, I'm sure his aspirations aren't to just to be the, uh, I'll about to say athletic director, <laughs> the uh, AG, the attorney general, right? The AG of Kentucky. Yeah, he is the AG of Kentucky, yeah. I'm sure his aspirations are bigger than that. So everything he's doing right now is specific to what he wants to do tomorrow. So you're talking about people who have had this change of heart. And this is another thing I want to I want to talk to us, my people about. We can't sit here and condemn Donald Trump, but give Joe Biden passes for the things that are clearly in front of us. And then at the same time, condemn ice cube and ask what is what are his qualifications see we we far too often pick and choose who we're going to be lenient with 
And that for me is an issue. Yeah. Now, uh, let me There's, let me say this. Joe Biden does have a degree. He has a BA. Um, he has a Bachelor of Arts. Mm -hmm. um, and he also he he had a double major in history and political science and he minored in English. So perfect. So that means not only does he have the uh, the the wherewithal, the wherewithal to speak eloquently to large masses of people. He studied history and political science. So he probably has a good understanding of how the system works, the system of politics works, and historical references to leverage. Yeah. And he played football at crime of Delaware, by the way. Right. And 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 Ice Cube doesn't have those degrees. He didn't study those things. So the way they speak about it is gonna be different. Yeah. But my that, thing is my thing with this is Ice Cube don't have those degrees, but how long has Ice Cube been black? And that's my point. So so we're making the same point. And and for yeah. my fellow people of color that look like us and that also maybe a little bit brown, maybe a little red or whatever the case may be, it, you can't just so quickly cancel somebody because you don't understand their journey. We talked about D.L. Hughley. I think he's actually a very intelligent dude. Yeah. He but gives he, you the notes he, from the... Yeah, he gives you notes from the GED section all the time because he didn't finish high school. He had to go back and get his diploma that way. But he clearly has put in the work to speak eloquently, efficiently, succinctly about what's going on in politics. He's put in that work. So instead of me saying, man, he ain't even got a GED. I mean, he ain't even got a high school diploma. He shouldn't be taught. I would never say that because I don't know what he's been doing from that point till today. Ice Cube, I don't know what he's been doing from NWA to today to be qualified, quote unquote, to speak on it. And that's what I want. I just want us to not be so quick to to slander somebody, to slaughter their name in these streets. Yeah. Because you don't understand or you don't know. And that's why, but I get it because that's why I've always had a beef with President Obama is that I didn't know everything yep. that he felt. And if I don't know what you feel, I'm left to my own devices. Right. But what I would never do is tell you, don't don't go out there and vote for Obama. He is, I never did that. I voted for Obama. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you there's a difference. My boy again, Joe. Hey, I got to because it's relevant. No, no we fin hey, I be I finna come up to your house, brother. You keep on talking about my more OBs now. <laughs> so so let's just give a I'm gonna give a quick update no hey before you do that before you do that let me ask you this question did y'all is 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 the tommy Tub, the tommy tuberville running for senate in alabama the same tommy tuberville yes the, that one was the that, coach at auburn yes i don't know anything about that yes and they probably will be doug jones um i hope not but we'll I, see. I'm, I'm watching it is he and in i'm the seeing league? it run across i'm like yeah, he's in the league. Okay, so yeah, Doug Jones. Doug Jones was literally put in office by black women. Um, they showed up and showed out for him. Um, but you know, people love Tommy Tuberville because he was a football coach at Auburn. He was a terrible football coach at Auburn, but you know, they love him. Um, yeah, did he have a great year when Cam was there? He wasn't there when Cam. He that wasn't that wasn't uh, that was Gus Malzone. Oh, okay, um, gotcha, gotcha. Electoral map right now shows Joe Biden has 80 electoral votes and Trump has 51. We all know that you need 270 to win. So um, right now, and it's it's early, right? It's not even, well, I guess it's 820. 
um, e, uh, Central Time. So um, he's he's he got a little way little ways to go. So well, I say he. They both have a little ways to go. How about that? Yeah. I'm 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 gonna be impartial here. Fair. Yeah, I I think that's fair. Yeah. Agreed. Now, who do I want? I do want Joe Biden to win. That's my personal preference. But you know, hey, we got listeners who they may not feel that way. So And that's all I ask for from anybody is just to acknowledge that there's a your opinion is one. There are several others. And as long as you can acknowledge, you ain't got to agree, but just acknowledge. And that's why I try to preface, and I think we do a pretty good job on the show of saying, in my opinion. Uh, but I, far too often, people aren't saying it as if it's just their opinion. They're saying it if, as if it's a fact. And if you don't agree with this fact, you're wrong. So I, I think what you did is just fine. Appreciate it. What does November the 4th look like for the Black, for, for the black community? That's a good question. I mean, I, you know, I don't know either way. This is this is such a weird election. I mean, what what does it look like if Joe Biden wins? What does it look like if Trump wins? I mean, we've seen or I don't know if you've seen or not, but they've already they've boarded up buildings in in major cities downtown. D- Washington D.C. looks like a hurricane's about to come through. All the buildings are boarded up. There's an eight foot or ten foot wall outside of the White House because um, you know they're they're afraid people are gonna like stormed the white house so you know Smart. <laughs> i just i just wonder what what's, what's it gonna look like on either side now i think yeah. that republicans are very scared aggressive they, well yeah they are that too well let me some of them are some of okay them that's are. fair that's fair um that's fair some of them are but i think a lot of them just their bottom they're worried about their bottom line just like anybody else right um yeah. but uh you know i what does it look like? I saw an article. It wasn't an article. It was a video on the news. It was about an individual who had been stockpiling weapons and ammunition for the past 10 years. And he was like, if if the leftists win, that was what he said. He didn't say Joe Biden. He said the leftists. Now, that's code word, right? He's like, if mm-hmm. the leftists win, we're going to have a war and I'm going to provide any patriot. He, these are his words. I'm going to provide yeah. any patriot um with with um ammunition guns, and guns that they need and guns yep yep i saw that so there you go so what, so, is, what does that look like so here's my thought um because m- my wife and i we were talking about this and and clearly the idea is that you want to be prepared and already have a plan in place if something actually hits the fan and uh, i talked to henry about this a little bit earlier too and i said you know at first i was really concerned for black folks. But then I started thinking, I was like, you know, of all these groups that I've been listening to and watching, just kind of seeing their movements, whether it be like a group like the Proud Boys or the Wolverine Watchmen, one of those militias in Michigan, I never hear them say anything specific about black people. What I hear them all the time speaking on is the government. So when I hear you, what you just said, Todd, about how Washington, how it looks like a hurricane's coming through. That's more than likely the downtown area, I would imagine. Yes, it is. Very, it's very much downtown. I highly doubt that any of these groups would spend their time or or spend their wheels in, in black neighborhoods trying to do damage. Their goal is to overthrow governments because they don't agree with the quote-unquote government is doing to them. So what I'm curious to see is, Capitol buildings, state buildings, the, these 
police precincts, what do these areas look like? Because that's what they would need to get control of in order to assert their will. That's what I would be. I'm more curious to say. I'm not worried about black folks being in jeopardy because clearly I think this is a more and it's just Joel speaking. This is a white left versus a white right predominant problem where they're going to be fighting and we we will feel the results or the impacts of it in one way or another. But those are the two predominant groups that are going to be fighting this thing out. Yeah, which is funny. The civil I mean, War. That's who was fighting in the Civil War, right? Yeah. And it's kind of, I was going to say there's some parallels. If you if you look at um, even the Civil War, um, white, uh, black people wanted to fight in the, not the Civil War, the rev, the rev, in the Revolutionary War. Black people wanted to fight in the Revolutionary War, but um, the 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 government at the time, um, Washington's soon to be government, right? They said uh, this is a white man's war. So think about that. Like, th- it's like we're essentially having the same thing over again. It's like this may be a white yes. man's war, right? Like, yes. So yeah. it, it's just funny how history, the the parallels in history. You know, yeah. that was in the 1700s, and now we're in, you know, 2020, and this is, th- we are back to a, well, this seems like it's a white man's war versus a black man's war. Yeah. Or an yeah. us war, like together war. Yeah, like an American yeah. war. This is white Americans mad at other white Americans type thing, and, and black folks are are collateral damage, basically, if they decide to get in the middle of it. That's how it seems. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, we got, we're running out of time y'all. Um, uh, final, final thoughts. I'm going to say this and then we can get to the final thoughts. My thing, how smart would you be to, to think you can take it to go up against the U S government if one individual loses, you know, <laughs> with the power of our military, it probably wouldn't be the smart thing to do. Yeah. Go on the White House, the most powerful office in the world. And you think you're not going to, you think they don't have enough weaponry? You think you got 20 years stocked up. What do you think they have? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> True. But exactly. I, I'll, I'll throw the sidebar in. I think that's the challenge, though. I think we are thinking too much about a winner and a loser as opposed to martyrs people who died for a cause because people are more willing to align themselves to people that they agree with and are dying for a cause as opposed to taking a back seat to a government they may not agree with. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. So they pretty much want to build these Confederate monuments again. Is that what they're trying to do? I don't, I'm not saying that. I don't know, but. <laughs> but I mean, that's the only way you could be a martyr at this point. I mean, yes, it, yes, that's true. Outside of that, what what are you going to gain? You're not going to gain anything against going up against the United States government. Yeah, They've proven it, it time and time again. I, I guess what I'm saying is when you look no, at the I civil... Yeah, and this for any listener who may be confused about what I'm saying. When you look at the civil rights era, the civil rights movement, and you see all those black men and women who were willing to put their lives on the line, they weren't doing that expecting like my my action alone is going to change the world. That wasn't the thought process. The thought process was, I'm tired. Rosa Parks, I'm not going for this anymore. You get what I'm saying? Uh, uh, And we just talked about them the other week, Todd. um, Oh, my goodness. um, No sex. uh, What are you talking about? 
Uh, Chadwick played him in the movie. Jackie Robinson. Oh, Jackie Robinson, yeah. Jackie Ro- same thing. On the bus. Yep. Did he give up the seat? Nope. It, beca- it becomes a point where you're just like, I don't care what the consequence is. I'm not doing this anymore. And I think that's what the other these other groups are thinking, too, is like, we've sat back, we've watched this. I'm not doing this anymore. So if I got to die because I'm not doing this anymore, that's just what's got to happen. If somebody were to come to my to my house right now. I'm like, you know what, before I let this happen, if I got to die to protect mine, that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I think the thought process is right now. So I don't think it's a we're going we, this is, there's any specific expectation but as we saw when you're training for entry into a building or into a specific group when you're trying to infiltrate and you train for it that's not coming into a neighborhood they're like they're not planning on coming into <laughs> you know what i mean like a, a black neighborhood and and yeah practicing with no ammo and then practicing with live rounds that's not that that's for we're going into this building you get what i'm saying yeah so when I think about all of this, that's what I'm like. If, if that's what's going, if it's going to go down, that's where it's going to go down at. There you go. Well, this is staying in America. This has been, you know, and and just an update. Biden now has 89 electoral college votes or electoral votes, um, which the electoral college in itself is some trash, but whatever. True. <laughs> that's a whole different conversation it should be vote for vote but you know we're the only country in the world that, that doesn't do vote for vote we do this electoral college which you know I think when the electoral college was established it, it had its purpose but we have outgrown that purpose um, because now we are in a world where everything is digital and we have information on demand so there's no need for an electoral yeah. college anymore but you know I digress yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. If that's the system, then we need to learn how to work the system because that's what the Republicans have been doing. They've been setting it up um, again, as I talk about all the time. They've been moving like ants to redistrict, um, redistrict districts to make it work in their benefit. So there you go. Anyway, um, anybody else got anything to say? Final thought for me is. My my people that look like me, my, my black folks, and to all the people listening that may not be black, take the time to listen to somebody, hear where they're coming from. Don't dismiss them because you don't agree. Allow an opportunity. We always talk about having conversations. Allow an opportunity for a real conversation. If you don't agree, it doesn't mean that person's bad. You just disagree. And that's okay. Going forward. I'm going to challenge all of my black folks specifically because it's black guy therapy. I'm going to challenge you to begin treating everybody that looks like you better than you treated them yesterday. And I've said this before on the show, but I'm going to say it again. Smile at somebody in the morning when you're driving. Let somebody cut in front of you. Help somebody out that needs help. Do the things that are just decent human being type things to do. I can't I can't control who the president's going to be. I I can't force them to do what I want them to do. I can't change their hearts. What I can do is control Joel and Joel's going to act in this way. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be respectful. I'm going to be diligent in my efforts towards people that look like me. And that doesn't mean that people that don't are going to get that same respect. It's just this is where my efforts need to be centered first. So that's my final thought. 
Henry? My brother? I'm just, you know, I, I pose the question of what's next? What's next for my community? What's next for my people? We're going to get, based off right now, Biden's in the lead. So when he become, if he becomes the president, what do we demand from him? Comes the president again. What do we demand from him to progress my people? Gotcha. If we can't, if we can't sit down and 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 come up with what's next, then all this is for nothing. I can agree there. I can agree there. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it this route. So, kind of what Henry said, what Joe said, like what's next? How are we gonna? How are we going to help our people? Right. Well, y'all know me. This what we gonna do. Uh, this is what we gonna do, and it's because I'm I'm trying to move forward. Um, because okay. at, at the end of the day, um, I can only control what I can control. Um, yes, sir. So, uh, Joe Henry, you you may not know this, but next week we're gonna have a special episode talking about um, uh, hypertension. Um, mm. We had yes, we have um, we had uh, Dr. Gerard Parrish come on and uh, talk about hypertension and a program that they're doing in barbershops here locally uh, to to help black men with hypertension. That's, Love it. That's number one, right? Um, number two, after that, we're going to have another episode with another doctor on, um, a, a family, family medicine, family practice doctor, um, black male, who is going to talk about black men's health and why it's so important. I love it. Um, that is. I can I can get down with that. That 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 is two things that I'm doing to help my people, right? Um, yes. Another thing yes. we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna collab with some other um, black people, black podcast, and uh, we we just gonna have a have a have a come to Jesus meeting essentially, right? We're gonna we're gonna talk about some things that we probably wouldn't talk about on this podcast it's going to be like a mashup right and we want to we want to blend our our platforms we want to we want to make sure that we're getting out to everybody you know we want to make sure that we're reaching everybody okay i love it i love it um another thing we're going to do in january which i know we're in november but i'm already looking at january we're going to have another um doctor on not a not a medical doctor but a but a doctor of music come on um, okay. And and he is going to talk about um, music therapy and how it helps, um, how it can help, how it can help us cope. Okay. Um, so. Hey, Doctor Dre on. <laughs> Doctor Dre. I don't know. Actually, I don't know how long. A lot of people probably missed that I'm because sorry. it cut out on us. But whatever. Um, but anyway, what the people need to know is that coming down the pike, we got some really good content coming. Yes. Um, and and yes. we wanted to make sure that season three was the one. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's what my final thought is. Again, if you missed half of that, we got some great content coming. We got a couple of doctors coming on. We got a couple um, just cool individuals, and we're going to collab with some with some other podcasts and make some stuff happen. So, um, if I'm going to leave it at that. And if ain't nobody else got nothing else to say, anybody? No? No, man. I'm good. Uh, if you can play my song on the way out, I'm good. All right. Well, 
Um, I, I will most certainly do that. Uh, stand by. There you go. We're always rooting for everybody that's black here. So, anyway, uh, we out. Peace.